0: Head coach Mike Gundy met with the media following Tuesday's first spring practice, what he had to say about the offensive and defensive side of the football. Plus, Oklahoma State's Pro Day is approaching, and we look at who will get the chance to impress NFL scouts in Stillwater on Thursday, all on today's episode of Locked on Pokes. Thanks for making Locked on Pokes your first listen. Every day, we are free and available on all platforms. You are Locked on Pokes! Your daily podcast on the Oklahoma State Cowboys, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, Cowboy fans? Welcome to the Locked On Pokes podcast, your daily Oklahoma State podcast here on the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, Linda Godfrey. You can find all of my work on Matthew Berry's Fantasy Life newsletter. You can find all of my severely obnoxious tweets on Twitter at Lindellians. That's where you can find me being the avid Oklahoma State fan that I am. You can follow the show on Twitter at Locked underscore on underscore pokes or find the show on the Locked on Pokes Facebook page. But make sure you follow or subscribe on your favorite podcast app to get the latest shows. Every weekday here with Locked On Pokes. I am a very excited podcast host today because we get to talk about football. I love basketball season. I like all of all of the other sports, but football is where my heart and soul lies. It is my absolute favorite. I love starting to like hear the sound of pads, hit other pads and stuff. Ooh, it gets me all riled up. I love it so much. So, Oklahoma State has started their spring practices. Mike Gundy met with the media, so I'm going to talk about kind of the messages he was putting out. I'll read a couple direct quotes because I liked what he had to say, but we're going to touch on the offensive side of the ball first. Now the Cowboys took an extra week of weightlifting and conditioning. They could have had a spring practice, but instead decided to wait a week and get some extra time in together. I think that's a really fantastic idea. I like the emphasis he's putting on that team building part of it especially with so many veterans and so many i think leaders from the of the team left to or you know ran out of eligibility or going to the NFL draft so i really respect the the idea to kind of build that those rooms up a little bit with the extra weightlifting and conditioning he said it's the best condition that we've been in at this time of the year and you kind of have to believe that i mean if if you're taking the extra time when you could be having a spring practice and and getting together and working out and, and pushing yourself, you can understand why they would be in the best condition that they've been in. So that was a great thing to hear just as a as a whole, not just offense but defense, special teams, everything. It sounds like it's going really well in that aspect of things. He spoke to the quarterback depth after losing Shane Illingworth to the transfer portal. He talked about how he feels like it's going to become harder to host several scholarship quarterbacks on a roster at a time because of the transfer portal. It's very easy if you're not starting to go and transfer somewhere that you have a greater chance of starting of being a starting quarterback. So I can understand how that's definitely an issue. It can definitely be hurtful to the backup quarterback position, which is by far one of the most underrated positions, I think, on the football field. uh what was that show that came out oh i'm gonna draw a blank and not remember the name of it but there was some awful slapstick comedy show about the backup quarterback and how great the job is but it truly does hold a lot of i mean there's a lot of pressure there if if you if your starting quarterback goes down, which is by far the most important position on the football field, I think everybody is pretty much in agreement on that. If your starting quarterback goes down, that backup has to come in and maintain that offense. so it's a breezy job maybe when you're not thrown into that position, but as soon as that f- switch flips, it becomes a very grueling job. So the backup quarterback. Position is something that I'm going to be keeping a very close eye on after Shane Illingworth left. We had that answer while he was there. I'm not sure that we have an answer right now, so I'm definitely keeping an eye on that through spring. On Spencer Sanders returning, Mike Gundy spoke to his strong season last year, of course outside of the abysmal Big 12 title game, but Mike Gundy said the offensive line didn't protect his quarterback well, and I can't argue too much with that. As the way that the 21 the 2021 season went the offensive line got progressively more injured and you know, that's, you can't do anything about injuries. I firmly believe that you can't predict them. You can't do anything about them when they happen. You just have to have somebody ready to go that can, that can stand in line and, and do what they're asked. So unfortunately uh, Oklahoma state's offensive line did take some big hits injuries to guys like Josh Sills and Danny Godleski that really 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 did not help our game in the Big 12 title game. On the backup quarterback competition, Mike Gundy said we need to get him out of some reps this spring speaking about Spencer Sanders, and I'm guessing that's because of the looming question mark at backup quarterback. They need to get these other guys in and see how they work in this system with Casey Dunn and and see if they can run this offense. So that's very important. When Spencer Sanders has been here, he's a vet. He knows the game book, he knows what's happening, so I understand he's not going to want to do it, but I understand taking him out some this spring so that these backup quarterbacks can get some practice in and see who's really up for that official role once the season starts. Speaking of the offensive line, Mike Gundy seems to have positive thoughts on this. This has been a concern for me. I always kind of over-harp offensive line and then the this is in the NFL, but the Bengals just made it to the Super Bowl with like an abysmal offensive line, so what do I know? But ultimately, I think the offensive line plays a very, very big part in a successful offense, especially this offense that we're rolling into the 2022 season because of all the youth in the running back room and in the wide receiver room. Now, Mike Gundy seems to think we're going to be okay. He says there's a lot of guys with some experience up front, so they've all had a handful of meaningful snaps in those positions. So, the The issue is, and we ran into this last off season, is there are minor injuries all through the O-line, so there are guys that aren't able to practice right now that we are hoping are ready to go once season starts and they can fulfill a full-time role. So that concerns me because, like I said, we had a similar issue last season. We saw in non-conference play it took a while for... The offensive line to really get rolling. I think it was three or four games before we finally saw the full starting offensive line. So, it it does worry me a little bit. But Mike Gundy, you know, I'm coach speak, but I'll believe the positive vibes he's putting out into the universe. I will accept them as fact. I'm ready to roll. If he is on the running backs, Mike Gundy just wants to test some durability this spring. Can they hold on to the football? Can they withstand the big hits? That's what he'll be looking for out of that room which we've covered in detail. Go back and listen to that episode where we went through the running back room. We know it's young, but it's also chock full of talent. So I'm excited to see what they bring, especially like as we get closer to the spring game, Mike Gundy's message to the players and to other coaches is we're trying to get ready to play the first game right now. And that's a mentality I can accept and, and I can get behind. He's not saying, you know, oh, it's practice time. We're gearing up to start practices. If we were to go out and play tomorrow, would we win that game? That's an attitude that I am fully in support of. He did also speak about the growth of the young wide receivers, guys like Bray and John Paul Richardson. They got lots of live game time last season. So he is not worried about their youth at all. He said, you know, both of them played eight to 10 games last season. They've been In the moment, in the situations, they're ready to go. Senior Braden Johnson should also hopefully be back this season after missing last year with an injury. And Brennan Presley is going to shine in this offense. I have no doubt about it. We saw bits and pieces of that shine last year. I think Tay Martin was definitely, you know, our our wide receiver one. But we know what Brennan Presley is capable of. And I'm very excited to see him kind of come undone and, and really take this offense to the next level. I've talked a lot about the very young but also very skilled wide receiver room. Again, go back and listen to the episode where I broke down all of the wide receivers in that room. I'm extremely excited to see what they bring to the table in 2022. Next up, what Mike Gundy had to say about the shape of the defensive side of the ball. But first, I love March Madness. Mostly the brackets and like filling it out with my pen and my paper. I got my highlighter, my red pen. Caught my daughter drawing with my black pen that I used for it. Didn't want to run out of ink. I had to be like, you can't use that pen. But I can't remember the last time I truly made it deep into a bracket tournament. So I'm hedging my bets this year with Stat Heroes NCAA Pick'em Contest. Stat Heroes NCAA single game pick'ems pits the star players against each other in an amazing hybrid between fantasy and sports gambling. Start focusing on the players you know best with a gameplay that doesn't rely on big spreads, long odds, or funky props. In addition to their Pick'em games, they also have dozens of lineups that you can comb through to take on head-to-head. They simply post a set of players for you to take on with a set of players you choose. Stat Hero is the easiest and fastest way to get your sports action fixed. This is what daily fantasy was meant to be. Sign up for free right now at StatHero.com slash LockedOn and use promo code LockedOn to receive a 100% deposit deposit match. Terms and conditions apply. This is the time of year that I've pretty much abandoned all New Year's resolutions. It usually happens about my birthday, which is the end of February. February. I go through a treat-yourself moment, and then I just really don't recover. But not this year. I am sticking to my resolution to eat right Thanks to Built Bar, it almost feels like you're not really, it's not really a resolution because I actually enjoy eating them. And have you guys tried the Puffs yet? If you haven't, you are missing out on one of Built Bar's best tasting bars. Puffs are the first ever protein infused marshmallow. I am an absolute sucker for a good marshmallow. They're fluffy. They're marshmallowy. They're not just a protein bar. They're a treat and they're covered in 100% real chocolate. Puffs are a fan favorite, but there are some incredible flavor flavors. Yummy, cinnamony churro, coconut marshmallow, banana cream pie—they are all so good. These are going to be your new favorite at Built Bar. They are all about the taste. They make it taste delicious first, then figure out how to make it healthy. And I don't know how, but they pull it off. Every time go to built.com and use promo code locked 15 to get 15% off your order. Use promo code locked 15 for 15% off your order at built.com. Thanks for making locked on pokes. Your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms. All right. So we talked about the offense. Now the defense, which has been so much fun to watch over the last, especially over the last two years. I feel like they really took a step forward. So I want to continue to see growth in that defense. We lost a lot of pieces, including defensive coordinator Jim Knowles. It still stings a little bit, but I got to tell you, I'm happy with Derek Mason. Everything he's kind of doing has been fantastic. Just on an aside, outside of anything that Mike Gundy said today, seeing Derek Mason interact on Twitter and posting like his favorite eateries in Stillwater, it's just really, it's something that can't really be quantified. But it makes me happy. I like watching that. I like seeing him take part in all of that. And it's been really reassuring from a fan standpoint. So the extra week of conditioning and practice, like I talked about, has helped with the camaraderie in the defensive room. Even though Derek Mason's defensive system is going to be pretty similar to what they ran. Just that extra week to adjust for players and for the assistant coaches, I think is really important. I talked about that. I think it's great. Uh, team building, which is an underrated aspect, I think, <laughs> of of sports. I think it's a very important part of it. So I'm glad that they took that time to make that happen. Gundy said he was just excited to see how Derek Mason goes about coaching. Everyone has a different style. He called Mason humble and mentioned he had been through a lot in his career. So it sounds like Mike Gundy has a lot of confidence in Derek Mason, but mostly a lot of curiosity to just see how he how he is on the field speaking to the replacements on defense that will need to be made Mike Gundy said the nice thing is we're returning a lot of players that saw significant amount of snaps last season even if they weren't starters and kind of the same with the offensive line where there were some guys that had to come in and make plays and make stops and and do the job that they were demanded to do and they did that well they just didn't do it all the entire game So it's nice to know that there are some players on that defense that have had the experience, just maybe not to the full extent, and so they they know what they're up against. On the difference between Jim Knowles and Derek Mason's coaching style, Mike Gundy said that Knowles was more of a, I think he called him verbatim, a mad scientist, lock himself up, emerged out of his office with a game plan kind of coach. While to this point, and the season hasn't started yet, so Derek Mason could very well be the same, but so far he has surrounded himself with the other coaches and graduate assistants to draw plans together and kind of talk about what needs to be done. I kind of get both sides of that. Like in a group project, I will absolutely just go, I'll do it and you guys just have fun over there and I'll just do it. So I get that aspect, but it is nice to be able to bounce ideas off each other. So I'm very excited to see how this defense comes together. We've talked a lot about the linebacker position and needing to fill that because, of course, we're losing, I think, by far the most important player on our defense last year was Malcolm Rodriguez. So losing him hurts. We are also losing Devin Harper, the other starter. So the linebacker position is a very big position of need. It's going to need uh, to be filled quickly. This is the quote. I'm going to just read exactly what was printed from his media day because I think I really like what Mike Gundy had to say about it. He said, we've got good young players at this position that don't have any experience. That's what it comes down to. So we've gone through this. I think the comparison would be where we were at wide receiver this last year. We played a number of young guys in games one through six that really shouldn't have been on the field but they had to be by default. So these guys are going to have to grow up quick. The spring will be very important to them, but I will say this. They're big enough, they're fast enough, and we'll find out this spring if they're tough enough. If they can fit those three criteria, we'll teach them how to play. I'm not worried about the rest. If that doesn't make you want to run through a brick, I'm like pumping my fist in my computer room. I think, first of all, When your coach says that, like, you know, all these players are like listening to what's being said. So that confidence is huge. He wasn't overly distraught about it. You know, he said, we don't have a lot of experience, but they're big and fast. So are they mean? And I think we can agree. Most linebackers are. I'm very excited to see what Joe Bob Clements does as the linebackers coach. I think he is a very good coach. I think he brings out the best in his players. So He'll do that with the linebackers as well. The cornerback is another position where there are guys with a little bit of experience that showed some promise last year that are now going to get the chance to really mark their territory. I Maybe I shouldn't say mark their territory, but really like stick a flag in, in the ground and say, this is, I am the starting quarterback of this team. So that's another position where we're losing some guys, but we have some guys that have at least toyed with that position they have been in games maybe not started games but they have played meaningful snaps so they know what's expected of them I already said I like everything Derek Mason has brought to the table so far the personality that he's putting forward and in the media which is you know that's just the way it is right now the media is such a big part of what we pay attention to in the NFL if a player changes their bio it is it's a news story so that's the way you communicate with People right now, and so Derek Mason taking the time to run his social media account and, like I said, posting pictures of the places he's going to eat in Stillwater and, and posting pictures from practice and just kind of getting everybody hyped up, is a very underrated skill in my opinion that I'm I'm glad to see him taking full advantage of. Coming up, a look at the Cowboys participating in Oklahoma State's pro day on Thursday, but first. With the ever-increasing number of makes and models, it's now impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts you need. Why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating? Seemingly, it's intimidating. I won't... Let's not get cute. It's scary. Questioning and wait while the person behind the counter orders the parts on their computer. Choose the only brand their warehouse happens to carry You have computers with access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket. Rock Auto is a family business serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years. I am that do-it-yourselfer. I will watch a YouTube video of somebody replacing a light bulb 14 times in their, you know, uh, front headlight. I'm going to figure it out. Why choose to spend 30%, 50%, even 100% more for the same parts from a chain store or car dealership? Rock Auto prices are reliably low for every customer. Go explore their easy-to-use website today to find the solution to your auto part needs. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Write locked on in their how-did-you-hear-about-us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. rockauto.com All right. I'm going to run through this pretty quick. I'll get you guys out of here. There are 10 players participating in Oklahoma State's Pro Day, March 24th. It's a Thursday. Three of those players were invited to the combine and participated, and at least some of the drills there. Of the Oklahoma State Cowboys participating at the Pro Day, we have Israel Antwine, Danny Godleski, Devin Harper, big combine snub, Gets his chance to impress in front of NFL scouts. I, It wasn't the most shocking admission from Oklahoma State, but it was a big one for me. We have Colby Harvell-Peel. He only did the bench press at the Combine. He had the third most reps at the safety position. He will participate in all of the drills besides the bench press at Oklahoma State's Pro Day. We have Christian Holmes, another kind of, I think, surprising snub at the Combine. Malcolm Rodriguez- Will not rerun the 40 or do the vertical jump, both of which he did at the Combine. He will do all of the other drills on Thursday. Now at the Combine, he did have the fourth fastest 40 time of the linebackers. I think he really impressed at the Combine. I've seen a lot more chatter about him in the NFL draft circles that I kind of keep an eye on. So I think he really did himself a lot of good running as fast as he did. At the combine, and so making the decision to not rerun, I think that's the right decision for Rodriguez. Next up, we got Tay Martin, who I think was a big Oklahoma State snub for the combine, but even more so, I think he was one of the biggest NFL prospect snub prospects snubs for the combine. That was a hard set of words to put together. I should have worded that better, but he was a huge snub in terms of wide receivers that were invited. So I'm excited for him to get the chance to shine. Still disappointed he didn't get the invite. I will remain on that hill probably for quite some time, but I am excited that he's going to get the chance to show out. Josh Sills will be there. Trey Sterling, another big combine snub in my opinion. And then Jalen Warren. Warren also ran his 40 at the combine, but he will rerun as well as participate in all of his other drills. I think that's a fine decision. The reason I don't think Mal- Malcolm Rodriguez needs to rerun his forty is because one of one of two of the complaints about Malcolm Rodriguez, people have said he's short and he may be slow. So he already proved he wasn't slow. He can't do anything about not being six foot or taller. So he, you know, he made a point. There's no reason to rerun it and run slower and affect the opinion that he's already put in people's mind if that makes sense whereas Jalen Warren can improve his 40 time I think and he ran just fine but I think there is a chance that he can improve it and and it would help his draft stock be sure to check back in tomorrow we're going to find out which teams sent scouts which teams attended the Oklahoma State Pro Day thanks for making Locked On Pokes your first listen every day now make your second listen Locked On NFL Draft Ryan Tracy and former NFL cornerback Eric Eric Crocker bring the NFL draft to life every day with insight and analysis on college football prospects and NFL front offices. Remember, you can find me on Twitter at Lindellians. You can follow the show page at Locked underscore on underscore pokes on Twitter or the Locked on Pokes Facebook page. I will talk to y'all tomorrow. Go Pokes.